Friends, as we begin our second week of Advent, it is a locust-eating, desert-dwelling, baptizing character who wants to have a word with us. John the Baptist, laser-focused on the kingdom, whom Jesus esteems above all others. John is the person placed in our life to get us ready for the difference that Christmas wants to make. Love divine, all loves excelling, is coming in the flesh and coming soon. But if we're to be ready to receive him, we first need to prepare. And St. Mark, at the very beginning of his story that we've just heard, that's the first chapter, the first verse, he has John the baptizer as the person we need to encounter to prepare ourselves to receive the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Dressed in the same clothes as the prophets of old, John takes up the words of Isaiah, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare, make straight his paths. Be prepared so that you'll be ready to do the right thing at the right moment. So as we set out this morning on the journey of Mark's gospel, which we'll be reading on Sundays throughout this year, we might expect, if we're hearing the gospel for the first time, that it will be an uplifting tale of God's Son taking on human flesh and his being met everywhere with a warm welcome. A story of divine love coming down from heaven into our world to be met by nice and cheerful people. The stuff of a Christmas card. But just when we prepared ourselves at the beginning of Mark's gospel to hear a marvelous and uplifting story of the Son of God, it takes a turn. We'll hear in our Sunday readings from Mark this year that the people in Jesus' day proved to be thoroughly unprepared for him. When the right moment came, that moment in human history when God's promise of comfort and salvation was to be fulfilled, almost no one was prepared to do the right thing. Not only did the crowds and the religious leaders fail to do the right thing at the right moment, but even Jesus Jesus' closest followers, even Peter, who had confessed Jesus to be God's anointed one, they were unprepared when the moment of Christ's passion came. The disciples in Mark's gospel are often getting it wrong, which I find a lot of comfort in. I don't know about you. Mark tells us a story not of a nice, warm welcome of the word of God, but of misunderstanding and cold rejection, a story of betrayal and abandonment, a story of suffering and death, and a mysterious message at an empty tomb. Who on earth could predict that the story of God's Son would take such a form? Perhaps the message for us this morning is that we can never really prepare for the God whose thoughts are not our thoughts, whose ways 
are not our ways. After all, the God we meet in Scripture is likened to a consuming fire. God's word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. God's prophets eat strange foods in the desert and plunge people into water. Jay, our, close, our clergy associate, Jay Sidebotham, our clergy associate for formation, reminded me this week of a quote from Flannery O'Connor. Flannery said that the truth will set you free, but first it will make you odd. God's prophets out in the wilderness eating strange foods. God's son stretches out his arms of love on the hard wood of an execution device to put an end to violence and to draw all people peacefully to his way of love, to himself. His tortured body, now glorified and risen, is poured out for us and for our salvation Sunday after Sunday, world without end. We can't prepare for this kind of love story. It's meant to shock and surprise. It's meant to save us. Mark's gospel helps us to remember that no matter how much we prepare, no matter how strong or smart and in control we make ourselves feel, we're never really prepared for the story of the eternal Son of God who takes on the form of a servant and offers himself for us and for our salvation. Yet, the beginning of Mark's gospel makes it clear that we are to prepare, so prepare we will. In fact, this season of Advent is a time that the church sets aside for this very reason, to prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. So how do we prepare for the one for whom we can never fully prepare? You get the question? How do we do that? If we can never fully prepare for him and the kingdom, how do we get started? I think instead of perfectly mapped out plans, we know about those, right? Instead of those perfectly mapped out plans, we'll need to make room in our lives for God to be God, for his ways to be his ways and not ours. We'll need to set aside time in our calendar and a quiet place in our homes, a time and a place to let God get to work on us. We'll need some resources to help, a Bible, a prayer book, a candle, an Advent devotional. And all of that, of course, will take some planning and some preparation. But what is really most important is to make room in our hearts. It's to open ourselves up for engagement with the living Christ who is coming, the Advent Christ, to make space for him to enter in. And that really is the most difficult kind of preparation there is. Preparing the Christmas tree, making the right eggnog, that's one kind of preparation but to make room in our hearts to get ready for him. That's the hardest preparation there is. It might be the case 
that the frenzy of this time leading up to Christmas might be a lot different for us this year. You know, in the midst of a bleak midwinter pandemic. But just maybe the circumstances can allow for a different kind of intentionality, a deeper dive into the mystery of divine love. We'll never be fully prepared for the advent of God. But we are invited to prepare, to go out to the desert and to let John have a word with us. In the calm of the desert, free of distraction, John wants to sharpen our focus, to get us ready, to make space in our hearts for the word of God who longs to come to us in Jesus Christ. He wants to break into our lives. He wants to surprise us with a love we could never imagine and awaken us to the divine life, the life that he shares with the Father. So together in these weeks set apart for preparation, let's make room for him to enter in and claim us as his own. Come, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.